Hey, Paul, it's Corey. Welcome back to PPP, Pigskin Picnic for Paul. For those of you that aren't Paul joining, we'd like to thank you for being here. But as you all know, it is not required. This podcast is specifically for our buddy, Paul Gray of Gray Matter Distilleries, down there slinging carved vodka in Jacksonville. Paul, this week, me and Robbie PPP'd for the Thursday night game, which you know because we called you during our most popular segment, which, of course, is called Call Paul. So you know how the game went, but you don't know what me and Robbie were saying during the game. Not during the game, during the game. So, Paul, enjoy this. Listen along as me and Robbie discuss the football game and marijuana and all sorts of other things. We love you, buddy. And to all of you who are listening that aren't Paul, we're glad you're here, but you don't have to be. All right. Why can you get weed in Georgia, but you can't get weed in Georgia? Like, do you know, like, the actual loophole? Yeah, it's, uh... But that's THC, right? Yes. But that's illegal. No, no, it's... But the gas station has it. No, but the farm bill, the 2018 farm bill, Mm. uh, basically makes it legal anywhere to, uh... You can... Oh, Oh, pick! Pick on the first pass! This is a true PPP beginning. That's true. Anyways, boring government shit. It's they call it hemp derived, and they basically just now like say no, that's not weed. It's hemp, uh, and then they have all these different cannabinoids that they can pull out of it and put okay. it in a little distillate. So yeah, you can go to the store dispenser. Yeah. There's dispensary right down the street. Okay, so like, oh, here's another thing. I, I can't name names, but. Uh, they just last year, or in the past year, they have voted on. Um, there was a little controversy over the one cannabinoid they call THCA. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Which is like they A THCA, but that's pretty much what it's THC acid, right? But I guess the the story on it is like at room temperature. It's not psychoactive, but then when you heat it up, it's just regular weed. Oh, really? Well, now they figured out how to. So just... they're like, "Hey, it's not illegal to have it. Well, just don't so, burn it." So a lot of I've ta- uh, some of these like local stores, little dispensaries, um, they've just kind of taken it upon themselves that that means just regular weed. What do right. they do? How can they right. tell the difference then? And so some of them I did not sell... know Jordan Love looked like that. I've never seen him outside of his helmet. Like he looks like. I was trying to think of a pun for Colin Kaepernick, but all of them sounded racist when I was trying to. Th- <laughs> I almost said he looks Colin Kaepernickish, and that's uh, not wrong, but a, it sounds bad. He's a co- never mind. <laughs> okay, you, you did the trick again, where I'd already I, eaten, and you came in with, with the gummies, <laughs> and you asked me a question, and I'm nib gummy, <laughs> right? And it, okay, so go ahead uh, with the the weed thing. Anyways, uh, so there's a lot of variations and different. Weed, uh, I, I keep saying cannabinoids, like I know what that means. That's just a word I've heard a lot. It's different little chemicals they pull out that make you high in different ways, but they found all the loopholes now to right. where the stuff at the store is better than the shit that I would buy from, like, you know, so and so down the right, street. Right, right, right. Like, I haven't um, made a drug deal, like bought illegal marijuana. Right, because you can get it at the gas in station. Almost three years now. Right. I, I have no need. Okay. So here's what I'm just now crossing my mind. So, like, Republicans 
do not want marijuana laws to be passed, and they won't say it out loud, but it's because they all have stock in private prisons, and weed is a very easy way to lock people up. So is this right here their way of, like, having their cake and eating it too, where, like, some of these Republicans probably own farms that do the THC Delta 8, which is legal, but then if someone has the other one, they can lock them up for it, so they're double-dipping. You said Republicans having farms? Yeah, they got farms. Uh, no, I'm saying, yeah, yes. Yeah. See, uh, that's all you had to ha- say in that for me yeah. to be sure of it is there are farms. They're like, let's make one of them be legal so I can make money on the legal part. But all I'm saying is if there are farms and it's in this area, yeah, Republicans own those that's farms. That's true, yeah. So I think you're right. Yeah, like the only Republic, the only non-Republican owned farm around here is the Yellow Deli people. By the way, there's I'll, a couple of yeah, the little local uh, culty farms, dude. So, uh, Paul, if you don't know what the Yellow Deli is, that's the Twelve Tribes cult. And there was just an episode of Behind the Bastards, which is one of my favorite podcasts, and it was about them. So, like, I it was a two parter. So, I immediately about Yellow clicked, Deli about the Yellow Deli. We ate there the other day, dude. So, I shit in the uh, you know the uh, UTC parking deck. Right yeah, yeah, side? yeah. When me and Meg got fish food poisoning, I shit in that tree right behind the Yellow Deli. Well, good you. Was it like on their property? They deserve it. Yeah. So DJ, they got a free uh, all you can eat for the flies after <laughs> the next morning. DJ, that's where they sleep. DJ, most of them do. Yeah. They're not, and they're not allowed to go to Wendy's, dude. So DJ, uh, DJ texts me and he's like, "Yo, new BTB. It's on the Twelve Tribes. You know that's the Yellow Deli, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And me and DJ had talked for years about how we knew those people were fucked up. Like we'd read one article, is like, and I was like, "So is it bad?" And he goes, "Buddy," he goes, "Think about what I'm telling you." He goes. I'll never eat there again. And I was like, yeah, we'd already said that. He goes, I'll ne-. He goes, just listen to it. Bro, it is so much worse than I even, like, could have dreamed. It was a two-part fucking episode. Well, I've told you my, like, my constant fear why I go there rarely, even though, like, it's the type of sandwich I would go to every a cult week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but they'll get you. I, since we've lived here, we've been maybe three times because I told Meg... There's always a chance, like, any given day is the day where they decide, all right, it's over. Like, we're poisoning yeah, everybody killing here. everybody. No, we're I'm, all telling, dead. I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. Like, it, it, at it's, some point, that's it's going to happen. That's what me and him were talking about. We're like, but aside from a moral standpoint, it's like, that could be the Kool-Aid day that you're in there. Because, like, and then we're talking yeah, about... I don't take moral high grounds on restaurants. Like, it's I don't, good, it's good, but, like... I don't normally either... Because, like, dude, you know, I fucking... Which, dude, this so pales in comparison. The, the Chick-fil-A shit pales in comparison to this. Like, it's unbelievable. We're talking about kidnapping, extortion, fucking, like... And I can't remember what... You you gotta listen to this. They do a lot of cruel and unusual punishment, too. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, they beat them. For, like, yeah, for the, the, that's Cain, their favorite part Cain, of the Bible. Caning. Their favorite part of the Bible is when God said, don't spare the rod or whatever. They, like, their head dude would, like... He, he would get mad at his people if their kids didn't have visible bruises on them. Even if they didn't do anything wrong, he's like, you should beat them once a day Let just because know. you're their parents. Yeah. And so apparently it's dwindling in size now because, like, they're on currently, like, the third generation, and each generation kind of wisens up. Like, the kids that grow up in it will, like... They'll, they'll, some of them will leave and then they'll go tell people about it and then they'll like they'll try for this fucking mass exodus or whatever but like you know how to get them back uh, put some nails on that stick <laughs> <laughs> you go viral first day some ne- you put a little what was that Walking Dead where the guy had yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the baseball bat with nails on it buddy there's I, still you can uh, I looked it up to show Meg like recently before we went to eat there 
Um, it's like a 2006 article in yeah, the Chattanooga about that girl. newspaper yeah. about the girl who, like, she es- like escaped, escaped or yeah. ran off. She went to Wendy's. Yeah. And w- part of her punishment when she got back, of course, was for leaving and for breaking right. all these rules. But, like, and going to she Wendy's. especially got caned for eating Wendy's food. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the food that they serve. Yeah. They believe it's a, it's wrong to eat, but they make their money and by selling exactly. it to the simpletons that yeah. come in and eat exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. And, so and did you know you, that that restaurant actually loses money every year and always has all their money comes from construction what they so they use those like restaurants as like they all of they them don't their construction they, money through that shit so and what they do with the construction they've got construction all over the fucking country right and they they don't Are pay they their, the ones doing dollar generals no, i don't think so oh that'd no. be brilliant no but what they do is they don't pay for their labor because they have their cult people do it Right, which is technically illegal. Like it's super illegal, but they never get in trouble because the Republicans that are in charge of these areas are like, "That's our kind of illegal." They hey. signed up for this. Yeah, right. So it, it's fucking crazy, man. Wow. Anyways, back to the game, Paul. You should listen to that behind the bastards. Uh, Twelve tribes. We live near that restaurant. Paul would love the caning. He would go. He would never have eaten there before, and then go after listening to that. Actually, episode. next time Paul comes to Chattanooga, <laughs> yeah, we uh, should go. We're going to Yellow Deli. I told Amber I listened to it, and I was like, Amber, I don't think I can ever go there again. She's like, I fucking want their sandwich and chili right now. And I was like, Amber, not if you listen to this podcast. She goes, I ain't listening. You know the solution to this one, right? So you can make sure you have it is uh, to get it to go because you don't want to be yeah. in there when shit goes down. That's the real uh, problem. And when you get home. You get a pee first. And let yeah, Amber, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let Amber go ahead and get a few bites in. And then like, if, uh, just make sure Bane's nowhere nearby. You got Bane. Me and Bane got a pee. Uh, Amber, go ahead and get it. Your sandwich is the one on the left. Uh, and give her three bites. Fentanyl and Swiss. Yeah, take a long pee. And then you come back and Amber's fine. It's a fine it's sandwich. True. It is such good food, though. I really enjoy that restaurant. They have a sandwich named after Chickamauga, too. Oh, do know, they really? Our, I didn't know hometown, that. hometown, so. I always get the buffalo chicken and don't look at the menu. Next time, check it out. I forgot. It might be a chicken sandwich. This the Chickamauga chicken or something, but uh, everything on the... Dude, their soups are good. I don't normally... Um, their soups are... Their chili's fucking awesome. I don't normally brag about soup, but... <laughs> yeah, I do. No, I don't know about their teas. You, I mean, I like, I like tea. hot. Yeah, I mean, I really like hot teas. I've heard so, the tea is good. Yeah, but they're, I'm, they're nice. I'm more of a uh, go across to Champies and get a Miller Lite. But I mean, I ain't going nowhere just because their teas. You know, like I would never you do the boba. Yeah, I mean, I've had boba. I've had cheese tea one time. Cheese tea? Yeah. So it's Japanese as well. They're. I think pretty much they created it to appeal to Americans, but like. It's tea, and then there's like they turn cream cheese into like this custard, and then just like sit it on top, and you stick your big straw through it, and so you're sucking up cream cheese and tea at the same time. It's like a cheese meringue. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, tea. Wow. And it's cold. Oh, this is that rookie tight end Laporta. He's awesome. So this the Lions tight end, 87, the guy that just had that 25 yarder. Uh, he's already broken the record for most catches by a tight end in his first three games. So oh, really? He's awesome. Nice. Were the Lions favored by three? Yeah. At Green Bay. Yeah, I almost took Green Bay, but I didn't get here in time. Which Green, Green Bay's hot off the bat. Uh, we'll make did some, you see their comeback last week? Yeah. 17-point fourth quarter comeback. But yeah, it was I think nine. the Lions are just, uh, I think they're tough. Man Campbell. They do take the, you know, they say that the teams kind of take the image of their coach. Nice. Holy shit. I'm gonna, hey, I'm going to, uh. I'm gonna get some halftime values that you and Paul can help me figure out. Oh, you gotta make some bets at the halftime, yeah. 
But you can pull up any time here. They get live betting all throughout the game. It's oh, that's Tennessee. true. That's true. I need to calm down. I'm getting too excited. They got weed at the gas stations. You can gamble on your phone. <laughs> I can't believe Jared Goff gets into this game, uh, throws a pick before we even start looking at the game. And now he's throwing a touchdown before we've really even broken down any parts of the game, which is what we're obviously known for. As I, as a Tennessee Titans fan, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I would give my left nut for Jared Goff right now. There's not much worse than Tannehill right now. I mean, Zach Wilson is worse. Yeah. Uh, Justin Fields well, is Zach, worse. But Tannehill, at least Justin Fields can run around uh, – Tannehill does the same shit. He just can't run as well. Tannehill's almost worse than Zach Wilson, and let me explain why. Because at least they're definitely going to get rid of Zach Wilson next year. You know what I mean? Tannehill's, Tannehill's Mark Richton it. He's to, Mark yeah, Richton it. Keeping his job. Like, he does do that. Like, he will he will get above 500 ball, and then they'll be like, well, we don't really want to waste a draft pick, and, like, Caleb Williams isn't going to come here, and, like, he'll just get to be the starter next year. So, like, I kind of wish – or what's Billy Jeans doing? Don't we have Billy Jeans on the sideline? Tolliver? Uh, no, Billy Jeans. Who's Billy Jeans? Will Levis. Oh, Bill. They call him Billy Jeans. Billy Jeans? Will Levis. Oh, Billy Jeans. I, I've yeah. never heard of this. Yeah, yeah. Will Levis. But apparently he couldn't uh, pass the physical. And, well, no, there was a. Uh, oh, so he's not even on the team anymore? No, no. He's. he's <laughs> oh, yeah, on the I saw team, those. I saw but those. There's videos of him not being able to stand and throw a ball into a net. <laughs> like. Anywhere near the net, and all the other quarterbacks like easily throw. I mean, NFL me and you would throw yeah. him in the net. Yeah. Eight out of ten, I'm <laughs> yeah. in the net, and he's sitting there like several in a row, like nowhere near the net. So I'm sure that was jitters or you know yeah. steroid backfiring or something, but it didn't look good. You don't want uh, Tannehill's the guy though that he shows like he never meets the num the like your quarterly numbers that he's supposed to get. But and you want to find, but he gets to work fifteen minutes early. Yep. And he brings coffee and donuts for yep. everybody. And every month he's like just a couple short, like yeah. enough to where he'll it's close like, one big sale. Yeah, it's like he's still trying, but he's not good enough. So we're gonna keep him around. He doesn't make any of the sales that he should, but yeah. he'll make this crazy sale that no one else could yeah. have. And everybody's like, and you just you're begging. Yeah, well, he for, could do that. Again. You want him one day to just come in and stick his dick in a coffee cup yeah. and like start playing. Uh. All right, he's out of here. You're done. No, you're going to come back in and get 65% of your expected quarterly numbers. And, ha, ah, thanks for the donuts. America yeah. does run on Duncan. That is Tannehill in a heart, in a heart, in a nutshell, a heart nut. <coughs> you got distracted by the greatest Andy Reid commercial yeah. of all time. They okay. can't do any better than that one. Uh-uh. Paul I mean, I know how that. I, I didn't know what he was talking about. I didn't about. either until just now I saw it and I was like, oh, that must have been what Paul was talking about. Wait, you haven't watched the commercial yet? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, no. no, no. I mean, well, I haven't heard the audio. Oh, you need to hear it. And we can hear it here live with Paul because it, this is the one that. So I texted the group. Paul texted and thought we heard it. Neither he just said, I just about. saw Annie Reach eating a cheeseburger and I took it at face value. Right, but then there was another text later in that group where I was like, Paul, what the fuck are you talking about? I sent a link to this commercial and said, This is the best Andy Reid commercial. He goes, That's the one I was talking about. And I was like, you, When would you mention this? But he just. Okay. I need to go back 20 seconds here. All right. I can watch Randy Moments for a second. Here it is. I bet Marino likes it cold. Explain this bundling thing again. All right, Coach Reed. Let's say these fives are your car, right? 
Explain it again with the nuggies. Explain it again, but with the nuggies. Ah, Andy Reid's the best. Yeah, man, he's really letting himself get into these uh, state farms. That was the easiest pitch any advertiser has. Like, hey, it'll be Andy Reid eating burgers. All right, but how do we make that? We'll figure it out. (sighs) We're going to explain it. Explain it again with the nuggies. With the nuggies. (laughs) (laughs) They... (laughs) <laughs> Guarantee they told him to say nuggets and he, he said can't. No, he can't. That's how he says These are no, my nuggies. nuggies. <laughs> and he has always, he's never grabbed a chicken nugget without, <laughs> without, without you know, walking, walking it. his fingers walking up to, it, the slow and moon walking it back. <laughs> Explain it again. He plays the airplane game with himself <laughs> like he's a kid. Ah, he tackled himself. What about that? How I know you love fat white boys. How stoked were you in that fullback ran one back the other day? I've never seen a fullback. I don't think in professional. I run know they one were. Back. I don't didn't even know that they had fullbacks anymore. Well, they have. There's four teams I think that have a full like a real fullback, and then everybody else uses either a tight end or they'll take a defensive tackle. Yeah, right. Or an but extra like that's guard. their job is a fullback. Yeah, and there's very few. Of them. Uh, you know, JJ and uh, TJ Watt's brother. The brother. They have another brother. He plays offense. <laughs> no. He's in the okay. So you they've got I, a brother that plays offense. You don't know about Derek Watt? I've, you know what? I've heard Derek Watt, but I didn't know he was a Watt brother. So you know the other guy on all the commercials of JJ and TJ? Is that their brother Derek? He's a fullback. <laughs> I did not know that. That's their and like even if you see like they have that new taco commercial um, where TJ Watt. It's like they're uh, doing a Water Boy parody. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. Anytime they show a picture, it's like JJ and TJ up front, and then Derek's just like five yards behind them in the back. Like, hey, I'm I'm their other brother too. I did not know that. Yeah, so he was a fullback for the Steelers, but he's out. I mean, he played for maybe five or six. Oh, years. so he's not in anymore. I think he just doesn't exist anymore. Like his position wasn't there anymore. I'll be goddamn. The 49ers use a fullback a lot. Like, there's a few teams that run that old school offense with a fullback all the time, but... They don't ever give them the ball, though, do they? Just the 49ers. Yeah, right. No, you don't see a lot of them running kicks back. The last one, there was a guy that was, um... Oh, he played for the Packers, actually. He was a Miami Hurricanes running back. I can't remember his name. And he just got fat, and so he played He was a back. fat running back. Yeah. Or just a, we'll say he was a very thick running back, but he returned some kicks, and, and if, you know, he never ran one back. Yeah, right. Down, but, like, he was the best guy they could stick back there to, like, don't drop it and get I some I mean, yards. surely that was the first one that's ever done that. Run it back? Yeah. Or maybe back in the old days when everybody was a yeah, fullback. Yeah, everybody was a, was yeah. a Red war, Grange. When yeah. your whole team was war veterans. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Red Grange. Uh, you ain't that. You ain't that yet. That's like the third time this year I've seen Jordan Love try one of the little uh, Brett Favre and yeah. Rodgers, like flippy with your hand, uh-uh. underhand, pitch it like an option pitch forward. And I don't think that's something you get good at. I think you just either can do that or you can't do that. Is the referee's name Alan Neck? Alan Eck or Alan Neck? He's one word. Alan Neck. Alan Neck. Did you hear that referee the other day when the player interrupted him? And he goes, I'm talking to America. Me, I'm talking to America. That was so funny. Who was that arguing with him? Oh, it was a, you know who it was? It was uh-huh. our boy Gino. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was Gino Smith. 
They uh, they called a, um, I think it was uh, intentional grounding, and it was basically just the receiver had run the wrong route. So, like, Gino wasn't throwing it away to avoid the pass. He threw it to where he thought the guy was going, and the guy didn't go there. Well, so they called up yeah. intentional grounding, and Gino. Oh, his hat's gay. <laughs> He's wearing a gay <laughs> rainbow hat. Did you see that? Oh, By the I way, just, everybody here knows I thought, I'm fine with that. I, I, I thought I was just the, judging the no, hat. I had looked over. I didn't see the hat and the rainbow on it. I just thought that he had a hat that you I thought didn't was like. lame. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I thought no. we were like just back to like, like, like high school grade. like eighth yeah. grade. Yeah, no. Watching Cartman and saying, oh, that hat's gay. No, his hat was really gay. Okay, no. I'm, I'm totally – I was about to be like, Damn. Anyways, go ahead, Gino. No, Gino just, uh, he was pleading his case about, I'm allowed to throw the pass where I yeah, thought yeah, the yeah. guy was going. You can't call a penalty. And the guy goes, I'm talking to America. <laughs> it was the most, like, adult-child interaction. Yeah. Like, Daddy's talking to America, Gino. Um, go get punched by a defensive lineman, Gino. Oh, <laughs> uh, I would love it. I, I, not to make this show, our sports show, just me talking about another sports show, but did you hear Stu Gods the other day when in the middle of something he just goes, he goes, uh, he goes, uh, he, he goes, hey guys, here come the Royals, and somebody goes, they've lost five straight, and he goes, yet here they come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the classic but so argument. Yet here uh, they you know, come. My, my my roommate, uh, college roommate Cameron. You know he would yeah. end any argument, but so, but so, like you could make whatever point you wanted, <laughs> and then Cameron would go, "Yeah, but so." And what do you say back to that? Like, okay, I just made a valid point, but so, but so. What are you uh, gonna do? Oh, you got some coffee? No, I'm good. How do you feel like his post NFL career is gonna go? Whitworth? Whitworth. So I mean, so far it's like, going pretty good. You know, he's a like a country boy. You, yeah. You don't expect. You think uh, he'll like get skinny like Pollock? I don't know if he needs to, man. I feel like people like him the way he is. He's got that big sexy vibe, and uh, yeah, he's also got the country boy vibe. Where, I mean, he's an offensive lineman. Pollock was a pass rusher. I get yeah. that's a big guy, but that's not like. What you think of the, like a rotund? He was big. big on purpose. That guy's built. Yeah, yeah, different. yeah. Exactly. Pollock like had to work hard to be. Yeah, that how big. Pollock looks now is how Pollock would look if he wasn't training to be a football player. Yeah, uh, that's how I think Whitworth looks. That's just how he be. He's like a biscuits and gravy kind of guy. I mean, I think he's from South Carolina or somewhere. Uh, I have no idea where he's actually from, but he, he's got a southern accent. And most of the time, I almost get um, anxious for people on TV that have a southern accent because I'm afraid. They're, they're like, yeah, hey, we've already got Party Marty. We can't have another one. Yeah, well, I'm, I, <laughs> Marty does it. He, he's the one guy. The one, to yeah. Have, but I'm just, I think with the accent, I'm afraid they're not going to be polished enough. And like, they're going to. I definitely are gonna laugh thought you were them, going you know? somewhere else, but yeah. No, I just, I'm, I'm afraid that like, and I'm. No, I'm with I'm you. Aware, like, it's I'm a thing. I'm self-aware of my own, uh, even though to myself, I don't feel like I have a southern accent. You don't have one sitting next to me. Not either. to Chattanooga, but like, if I go anywhere else north of Knoxville, you know, well, I, have I mean, a southern accent, and I feel like I get a little. A little anxiety for the people when they're talking, and I'm like, everybody's gonna think they're dumb. Yeah, Shit. well, I mean, I know they're not dumb, but everybody's gonna think they're dumb. A large part of my career is based on a lot of people all at once going, "Wait, so you're not retarded?" 
You know what I mean? So, how many people have actually are you said it to Trey me or, or thought? You? Uh, well, yeah, you're right. With Trey, they have the realization that he's not. With me, they're like, look at him, he's trying. <laughs> you know what I mean? He he's is. Been, he sure is. But he's a, uh, he could His been, accent don't have nothing to do with it, though. He could have been working at Costco, yeah. and uh, he started writing his stuff down instead. I thought about that the other day. You ever? I was having... I was having such a bad day, and my career is going absolutely fine. I'd even say wonderful. And I was having such a bad day that the the other day that I almost got out and Googled Costco's benefit program. But yeah. I was just like, I'm going to quit. <laughs> I'm it's almost work like a, the, the algorithms are reading our minds because yeah. I got a, a little, like, on my news feed of articles that are relevant to you today. One of them was like, this girl that was a dentist or something quit her job to work at Costco, and now she's ma- or no, she was a teacher. Yeah. I almost sent it to you for Amber. It was like, oh yeah, she made way more money at Costco. Works at Costco, and now she's making twice as much. Yeah. and like, you know, she got a promotion. Doesn't have to talk to parents. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, dude, it's a, listen. If if sincere, like, so I didn't mean that to be negative towards no, Costco. I, no, I'm just I know. No, it's not. I don't mean it negative toward Costco at all. It's just your my, career is my, all I'm, about. I'm. Yeah, like, you just being you. I can't imagine doing a job that required me to check in with a boss, an actual job. But the other day, I was having such a bad day that I almost just forewent years of my dream to just be like, I could just work in the bakery at Costco and be happy. Because every time I go there, the employees seem happy. I've read up about them. Like, they pay them motherfuckers good. They get health benefits. You know they get bread off the back of the truck. Hell, you could probably get like a UPS gig part time and make eighty grand, or even uh, talk to your brother in law and get on the fire department, volunteer, and not start out as volunteer. No, don't start out as volunteer. Don't listen to that bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> that's how they get you. No, no, well, they'll tell you you can start as one. No, find <laughs> one of the ones that's hiring. Yeah, get paid. The, uh, I always think about man, that would be cool because you go in and work for like twenty four hours or thirty six hours, then you go home for five days. And you're, but the problem comes up when it's like. I don't really want to go I don't save do anybody today. from a fire. I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I just don't want to do anything today. Yeah. I'm not in a save my, people mood. I want to do my main work and then like lay on the couch. But then you have to go. And I feel like yeah, you, you go to have jail to get, if yeah, you, go you to have to go. Like, yeah. If there's a fire and you just called in sick and somebody dies on your watch, you have to go right to jail. Yeah, you, you definitely do. Did you bet anything so far on this? No, game? I didn't bet. I haven't bet anything. Mm-hmm. I went seven for nine two weeks ago, and I haven't touched it since. Really good. Yeah, I made like 120 bucks, and I was like, eh, that's good right now. So I'm up try, on the year. People try to ride the heater, you know, like they. Because I'm that's telling not you, a dude, thing. not living in a state where I can gamble helps me so much. Because, like, I made those bets when I was in a place that I could gamble. Then I went home, and then they all cashed, and then I couldn't. I couldn't ride the heat. I was in Georgia. Well, there's there's nothing wrong for people like, and I'm saying this as someone who's done it repeatedly every time I try to gamble, to ride that heat. Like, oh, I've got momentum. I'm doing. Man, I'm five for six. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet a little bit more next time. I wanted to, but it's uh, it's always gonna end it's up never, failing. That's, like, how, that's, that's how they get you. They yeah. say the house always wins because like yeah. you get a little greedy and you think that I'm better at this than everybody else. Yeah, right. It's random. You just got really lucky, and now you're actually about to lose everything. The professionals will get, you know, will go three for eight on a week, and right. they know a lot more than you. And but we are, um, me and Trey are winning our DraftKings King of the Mountain thing. We're beating Jim Ross. We're beating Jake the Snake. 
Oh, I just realized that I've told you and Paul this, so everyone listening to this already knows. Yeah, I already looked up all those people and found out they are wrestling people. So you knew Jim really Ross cool. was, didn't you? I mean, if you showed me a picture, I know who he is. He was the announcer. announcer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you knew the old school stuff. I mean, I know who the wrestlers are. I, I know who he was. But yeah. I'm just Jake saying. the Snake? I remember. Yeah. I, I, I thought he was dead. Well, he should be. He was like... I thought he died when we were kids. No, he should have. He was smoking crack hardcore, and uh, he finally got off of crack a couple years ago. DDP helped him with yoga. <laughs> Seriously. There's a whole documentary called The Resurrection of Jake the Snake, and it's about DDP like finding him in the gutter. It's fucking really good. D- dude, fucking Jake the Snake's dad fucked kids all the time. Tried oh, to fuck, like sexually fucked them. He fucked them, like fucked oh. their, yeah, fucked kids. Like he had a horrible life. Did he life. do anything to him? No, uh, he actually didn't have anything to do with him, which like made it worse on him somehow. He should have. Yeah, and then he found out that his dad was doing all that shit, so he's like, well, good, I fucking hate him, you know, whatever. But he was doing it to his sister, and then so, you know, Jake started, you know, you like, you're going to smoke crack. You know what I mean? Like, of shit. course you're going to smoke crack. This was all before he was the wrestler. It, like, he yeah, he crack no, he no, no. When he, his dad was a wrestling promoter, like his dad was Grizzly Smith, who like was in the business. Was and he doing such a little like all little boys and girls? I, I, I think I know that it was girls when they they were at the wrestling thing. But we're talking like eleven year old and oh shit like that. God. So I guess I've always just assumed like it, it'd be a weird stance to take of like well, I ain't queer. You know what I mean? I just assumed that he was doing it to everybody. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's like really rough stuff. So you know, he started smoking crack. I think about like you know having an argument with my dad when I was a kid, and like, or oh man, it was so bad that time I was grounded, or yeah, when we were you know I didn't have cool new shoes like the rich yeah. kids at school. It's like, um, some people's dads was fucking kids, yeah, right, and beating them with a beating wrench, beating them up, and yeah. uh, I think it's fine. Yeah, oh, you know, there's levels, but that's also like how your experiences shape you. I used to not understand, like, all these kids that make it to, you know, Division One, big-time college football or college sports and how competitive that shit is. Yeah, but when you look at it from a perspective of... They didn't have they, any other thing? Yeah, what they... The, their only option was to stay in a... Whether it was inner-city poverty or in a trailer park or out in the middle of... You know, wherever they were if their situation was real shitty yeah their only option was to do everything possible to make this thing happen for sure like there might be someone even in their same area that was equally as talented as them but they had a good life so they never yeah, they didn't I, try as hard and I don't want to be envious of that that I had a good life but it was like when I went off and was trying to play football it was um, in the back of my mind at all times A I can't work I can't make money I can't party with my buddies all the time I can't smoke my cigarettes because I got caught by coach twice already smoking my cloves yeah right um but shit I lost my train of thought well Bill Burr had that joke that was uh you gotta beat he's like you gotta oh I'm sorry didn't mean to interrupt you I just uh, I think my gummy kicked in oh yeah 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 yeah. we were just talking about um you know being at that level where your only option is to be here and to succeed. And I heard McAfee talking about earlier today about a lot of these kids get to this uh, college or this opportunity, and they look at their coach and are like, "Thank you so much. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. So much better." 
they're doing hard shit like yeah, yeah. practice and get yeah, yelled yeah. at and they're like thank you yeah this is i'm great. not sleeping on a rock to me that shit was all miserable like, yeah I right of course yelling at of me course. i'm 18 i'm out of the house and I'm yeah and you yelling at me like i know you see and it's fine i go back see, to dad's house and it's fine you i see sometimes like those dudes that are so motivated like you know, you'll see everybody's like the coach will be like, "All right, we're done," and then they'll that that one player that's like, "No, we're going one more." And I always say, "I'm like, dude, he just said you're done," and it's like that kid was sleeping on a rock. Yeah. But like Bill Burr had that joke where he's like, "I'll admit, Joe Jackson went too far. You want to beat your kid?" <laughs> he goes, "You want to beat your kid enough to where they make Thriller, but not enough to where they fuck kids." <laughs> it's like there's, there's a, a sweet spot. Ground, a sweet there's spot. a middle ground. <laughs> oh god well, uh, how many people succeeded through certain conditions you know reinforced to the people who did it well this is how you make somebody succeed like well if you beat the shit out of your kid and they make thriller then beating kid works yeah like, that's how he got to making thriller it's like yeah. oh, i don't know if that means you should beat your kids right but, but they, like I would like I would like to look. Ryan Leaf might have had too good of a life. I guarantee you. You did. know what I mean? Like he might have had too good of a life where he's like, "What if this don't work out? I'll just." And that's where I feel like the Mannings are kind of a different breed, is because even though they had a comfortable life, they, yeah, they're a built certain, different. There's a certain uh, expectation and a certain mentality. I feel like around that family, where like they weren't allowed to have fun and go no, be Johnny Manziel mechanics. And, yeah, they. You couldn't do that. You kind of took on the family business, but Ryan Leaf. You think if Archie was better, they'd have been worse. If he was uh, like a hall of fame like if Archie had been like the Tom Brady of his time, like do you think part it of it was like we could be like that. we could be better than Dad? Well, it's you almost, know what I mean? It's all like um, there's a either a Ken Griffey senior exactly. who's pretty good, yeah, right, and, and his son better. is a hall of fame, yeah. or, or it's the other way around. It's I think it's hard to have both because. Uh, yeah, there's no. I've the never. The expectations are so high for the kid, and even if they've got every resource, right? If you don't have. Sometimes that the dad was just like a flash, and like you can't like Tiger Woods' kid. And their their mental makeup, though, for some sports, right? Like, to, to have that mental toughness to you know not give a shit about anything else and to focus and to stay so driven towards one thing, it's hard to have that. You know, if you've got everything given to you, or if you've got a lot of comfortable things in your life. That's what I'm saying. Like the the man, like it is. Kind of a, it goes the opposite way too, like McCaffrey. Yeah, and they, it's it's almost like those families that they took the resources and reinvested in. Yeah, they're like, this is our family this business. Is this is what we do, and they basically trained their kids. Not that they forced them to, but the kids probably enjoyed it because mom and dad liked it. Huh? We almost got another. Yeah, pick. because Peyton's funny enough that he could have been not as good and still would have like hit really hard at like Omaha Productions and all that stuff, but like. No, but I mean, the, the level of expertise he has just makes it to where anybody who's ever watched football respects the shit out of Peyton right. Manning. Like, there's no – if you hated him, if he was your worst enemy, whatever, you respect Peyton more than anybody's yeah, football right. mind. You he, think he'll coach? Or do you think he's like – I think he's really loving the media shit. I don't know why anybody in the world who has gone through all that – put all that time in – would want to, but again, competitive. I feel like people who put in that kind of time—that's what they like to do. So right? Like, yeah. Peyton working a hundred hours a week as a quarterback, he probably wants to work a hundred hours a week as a coach. Well, and there's part of him that goes, "I cannot ever get back to that spot where I'm on the field throwing a pass and everybody's cheering for me." But I could, I could instill my greatness in another level. I can help of this. some kids. Yeah, and I could, be, you know, I could be. You, you know, in Peyton's mind, he's thought to himself. I could be saving. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't he think that? 
he's already better at what they wanted to do. For, like everybody right. wanted to be a football player, and he's way better at saving than that. Right. Wingstop has a sandwich now. I didn't know that. Do we have a Wingstop around here? Gotta be one. Where's our producer? Did you just get excited about a sandwich you Buddy, can't get? I've done that. I've done that. Sandwich. It's got it's sauced up. I mean, it, it's clearly got a little spice on it. Yeah, it's like the the little fake commercials. You know how they. They don't go to full commercial break. Yeah, because like, they only bought 15-second ads. Yeah, we'll be back in 30 seconds, yeah. which is what Al Michaels said to uh, yeah. 95% of the women uh, <laughs> in his life. Boy. Uh, oh, wait, we're listening to Al right now. Yeah, Alan Herbie. It's no kind of it's kind of That was great. It's kind of Mariucci to be talking over the game because I want to be doing this but at the same time I kind of do want to although Al's probably not miserable this game's not complete slop it's about to be no he's got a good Thursday night game yeah. here he, he's only happy four times a year yeah we've only got 14 more of these after tonight so Al's going to have I would say a solid I think three we, more smiles I think we should live stream one of them what does that mean? well me and you I'll have a camera set up and basically people can they can have us on. It'd be like the Manning cast. Oh. So people can have us on, and we'll be... Now, we couldn't rewind and stuff. Oh, like double like reverse. Do. Jared Goff is blocking. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about plays like that the other day. How, like, how awesome would it be if at the end of the year when there's a team playing another team and that other team is clinched and the game doesn't fucking matter at all, if one of the teams was like, we're running a trick play every play. Like, every fucking play, we're running a trick play. Fake punt the whole game. Fake fake punt, fucking uh, fumble rooski, randomly Hail Mary. Like, just do it. Like, you have nothing to yeah. lose. Just don't, fucking do it. I'm saying, if, be audacious. Don't even line up in formations. Fake punt every, every play. Time. Yeah, 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 fake yeah, yeah. And then every now and then. Onside kick. And then every now and then, just punt it on first down. <laughs> yeah, right. Just do whatever. It Who doesn't cares? matter. It doesn't matter. The other team has clinched. They're not playing. Like, you, just try. Your check is cleared unless you play for Antonio Brown's uh, Arena League team. Your is, he on, is, is he in the Arena League? He's an owner, but his team collapsed because he, he just stopped paying the players. <laughs> Dude. And then he denied that he owned the team. He is. And then they produced documents showing he owned the team. He's like, no, that's a company that I'm associated with, but that's not me. That's a company that owns right. them. Right, and that's they not can me. go bankrupt, not They me. can go bankrupt, but that ain't me. That's that a company is true. that I am associated with. But he acted like he wasn't the one not paying right. the players. It right. was, it was company. the company yeah. that was him. It was him. <laughs> Have, has, is he the most catastrophic fall in sports of CTE. Because, like, there have been dudes who have, like... I mean, like, Aaron Hernandez comes to my yeah, mind. That's true, but he wasn't at the level that... I'm talking about Anto Like, that was at the level Antonio Brown was and is now at the level Antonio Brown was. There have been a lot of dudes flounder, but they weren't the best receiver in the league. Yeah, he was who was, like, had every years. fucking team wanting him. He was on, uh, what's the show so, where he sang? The Mass Singer? Singing, or, Mass yeah, Singer or something like he that. was on Dancing with the Stars. But, like, he was the fucking guy, and now he's... Not paying arena players. <laughs> like, he's selling Trump stakes out of a fucking RAV4. Out of O.J.'s truck. <laughs> yeah, O.J.'s truck. Dude, actually, imagine the viral videos that we get if just Antonio and O.J. And O.J. hung out. Selling, o Trump, selling OJ. Trump stakes out of the uh, what, the Bronco. The can, OJ. I, can I tell you something? And I mean this. O.J. has too much self-respect to hang out with Antonio Brown. <laughs> he really does. Uh, all right, Maurice Claret. Did you? Yeah, see, see, that's an example of, like, Maurice was never, in college he was, yeah. but, like, he went from, like, 
the hot the the biggest hype Maurice ever had was obviously great college, and then they were like, oh, he's gonna come out. Dude, think about how much different his life would be if he same thing right now. If they had nil, nil, he could just be a millionaire. Yeah, or nobody would give a shit that he left to go to the NIL. Both scenarios. Wait, but he's still alive though, right? Yeah, he's still alive. If he they had nil, he would have died. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He would have died. Yeah. No, you're right. He would have died. Because then he could have legally he would have been making thirty million. Oh yeah, he would have, dude. Man, I, you know, like obviously the pro players who in college they didn't, they weren't able to legally get paid or whatever. They're fine because they're in the pros. But like, there's got to be so many, like Aaron Murray, for instance, Jamarcus Russell, dude, like the like, but Aaron Murray, like like Jamarcus at least had a chance. But like Aaron Murray would have made so much money in his six years at Georgia dude, just on NIL. I don't know if this is a little too far back, but Eric Crouch, at Nebraska. Oh my God. He was a god. Dude, he was a literal god. Four years. I mean, he was the guy, but like everybody knew he wasn't going to have did, an NFL career. Did, but ma- NIL? Major Applewhite would have made $4 million sitting on the bench just because I, his name yeah, is Major. Everybody Every liked him. Every steak restaurant would have been like, we've got Major <laughs> Applewhite. Boy. Bruh. And he wore those high socks. Yeah, Major Applewhite would have had some nil. There, there's got to be some dude. Because again, like these guys ended up not also having a career. So, like, a lot of these, for a lot of these big personalities, College is actually when they're going to make the most money they'll ever make. You know what I mean? Well, that's why I was talking uh, last week when it was just me and you and Amber were having uh, titty milk rice krispies. Um, I don't remember about, that, but word. Uh, the um, the idea that, that I want to see is those players that you're talking about, that like Aaron Murray, for example, who had a great college career. They don't make it to pro, and now they're either coaching, selling insurance, or yeah. doing TV. Doing fine. Let them go back to college. Let them buy another year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah, back yeah. to college. Yeah, winky. Play. Yeah, go back and play another year of eligibility, all the NIL they can have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once they get that in, buy another year. Who cares? Yeah. They're not in college it anymore. It doesn't matter. It's not college. It's not attached to an academic thing anymore. I agree. Imagine, also, if, dude, imagine if Johnny Football could go back, but this time, oh, he's at USC or something. Oh, he would have made so much money too. I mean, we all like we're not stupid to think that they didn't make money. <laughs> I just mean like above board, they could have made money to legally Legal, yeah. be able to just drive yeah. around in a Navigator, yeah. and be fine, and have a Richard Milk watch, and you're a freshman. Yeah. Okay, dude. Uh, oh, what was that, dude? There's like speaking of going back and playing another year. There's literally like. Two almost forty-year-old kickers playing college right now. Did you oh, know guy, that? Yeah, the guy, the uh, the British guy. That's yeah, got, like three kids. Yeah, yeah. And there's uh, another dude that has like two kids. Well, the, the remember the Miami punter that was from like Virginia. 20, Virginia. I haven't seen him. Yeah, Virginia. They got um, another one. The uh, remember the old punter from uh, Miami last year. That yeah, was a, like six four, two hundred fifty pound Australian. Yeah. He's yeah, like yeah, a twenty nine yeah. year old car like a construction worker. Yeah, covered head to toe in tattoos. Yeah. Came in and dominated punting at Miami. Who's like 28 or 29? Yeah. He's in the league now punting. Oh, like is he really? NFL. Yeah. Nice. He oh, just, yeah, yeah. Was he with the uh, uh, Was he with the Raiders? I think he's a Raider. Yeah, he's a Raider. Of course. He has to be a Raider. Yeah. No, actually, I know for a fact he's a Raider. He didn't even try out. He just went he and put just, his jersey yeah, on, he just on went the, to Raiders. the Raiders. Yeah. But no, dude, this guy, it was, a, I mean, it was a pretty cool story, but like, I, kept, I, I thought I was being pranked because like every two seconds they were like, and another 36 year old kicker. But this dude, like, he's been a Virginia fan his entire life, and they were having some struggles at kicking, and he just went. He's I, and he literally is like my age. He's thirty six, 
and he just went and walked on, and he's fucking booting him, son. <laughs> he's fucking booting him. Does he have he's, a history of he, kicking? Uh, yeah, like, he kicked in high school and shit, and, like, he stayed in practice, but, like, his wife and two kids were at the game watching him. Like, he's finishing up his associates or some shit like that. I don't know what the fuck it is, but, like, it's crazy. It kind of makes me want to go you start kicking. Yeah, I got, got a pretty good, good leg. leg. I wonder how far you can You want to go take that little tiny Georgia ball I've got and if see how far you can kick it? I, let me work out for three weeks, and then I will. Because if I tried to kick a football right now, I would be in so much immeasurable pain. Well, I mean, if I stretched for, like, 30 minutes, I'd be fine. But we'll warm up a bit. But Jesus... Well, actually, I don't know why I think that. Like, I ha- I've i been working out my legs as much as I have any. Like, I still do my walks and my runs and shit. So, hell, I'd be fine. I can kick. They don't do shit in practice like the kickers. They nah. do what you do. They walk around yeah. and stuff and play with their babies here in practice. Well, I could, college kickers. I, I think, they all have babies now. I think one try I could drill a 35-yarder right now. <laughs> Did you see? <laughs> Straight down the Oh, middle. God. Did you see uh, Clemson's... Uh, like retired kicker come back? No, what? Okay, so Dabo, um, they didn't have a kicker this year. By yeah. the way, Chef's Kiss for everything that's happening to him. Oh, it's it's great. been phenomenal. And he even set it up to be disastrous. Oh, the, the name, uh, the, we're in the name, image, and likeness of God. Like, you couldn't have fucking set this up perfect for so me. Dabo and uh, Clemson had like a historically high scoring kicker. You know, I guess he was there. Four or five years kicking, you know, he's got all the Clemson kicking records. Mm-hmm. He graduated. The guy who was his backup for several years, who never got to play because this legendary kicker was there, well, he like finished school and he quit football last year. He's like, I'm going to. He got oh, a so job. He still had eligibility. He yeah, but he had he already graduated. He had a job as like a financial analyst in New York City, and he was like about to move up. He already had an apartment. He was moving up there like in a week, and Dabo called him. And was like desperate. He's like, "Hey, I just found out you have a year of eligibility left. Do you want to come be the kicker at Clemson?" Nice. And the guy was like, "Oh my god, my dream!" So his whole family flies in. He calls his New York City boss and was like, "Hey, can I come next he, year?" No, he tells him, and his New York City boss is like, uh, "If you don't go kick, yeah, you're Clemson, fired. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, and right, also, I'll be at the game. Saturday. Yeah, it's like his boss like no shows shit. up at the game. I hate it, a feel good story with Clemson, well, his, but that's his, awesome. The, the whole family's there, and Devo's like talking about, and of course, it's the big story of the week. And Devo's like, you know, it's it's a great story. It could end, you know, it could either be the greatest thing ever or the worst thing ever. But you know, we're just hoping for the best. I just hope the game doesn't come down to a kick. Well, oh God! Like, starts out the game, Clemson comes down. It's like a thirty something yard field goal. They're showing the kids' family in the stands. Like his boss, are they're telling the story yeah. about him. He nails it. That's it's like, nice, woo, everybody's nice. freaking out. Clemson loses the game, though, in overtime because uh, right goal. before uh, they would have won the game without going into overtime, but the kid missed a 29-yard field goal. Ah, it's still a win. He made so, one. Nah, he yeah. got death threats and all that good oh, stuff. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, lose yeah, a game yeah, like that. Yeah, right. But uh, I think his boss but, also I mean, fired him. But they were already 0-2, weren't they? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure that they're 0 and 3. I hope they are. I'm almost, matter of fact, I'm I not, do not know any records of uh, college teams that aren't Georgia. No, here's Amber. Or whoever Georgia uh, plays. First off, Amber, before I talk to you, say hey to Paul. Hello. Uh, what's up? What's up, Bane? I threw it, I think, in his. Uh, oh, he spit up on it, so I threw it in his hamper. Okay. Wait, the, the one he had on this morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I threw it uh, in the hamper because he spit up on it. 
Okay. He has other ones, doesn't he? No. Yes, he does. No, he has one sleep suit. All right. Well, it's got puke on it, so sorry. I mean, it's not a lot. It's just on the shoulder. It'll be fine. Like, okay. Love you. Well, that's your fault for having him one sleep sack. Paul is texting asking if we watched if we were watching the game. We nope. are. Don't tell him, and he'll know. All oh, right, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at halftime we got a call, Paul. Call, Paul. This will be the first calling Paul of the year. Okay, well, it's definitely looking like. My we God. might call Paul and then I might leave. <laughs> Twenty-four to three. It's bedtime now. I'm yeah. Sorry, Paul. I love it though. I love it. Let's win, fucking win, go. Buddy. I you wanted either... the Lions to win. A blowout's great. You either get a hot daddy game or you go to bed. That's right. It can't go any other way. Unless it's a fucking, you know, three-three defensive stand going all the way. Like fuck that. Or one of those games where. It's just a big enough deficit where the team starts to act like they're coming back yeah. and you stay and you up guys and you are, stay up and yeah. you're like, I have one eye closed. And then, and they, then they throw they never, a pick. Then yeah. they never do and yeah. you stayed up for shit. Yeah, like it's, it's there's a, seven, somebody's got a 17 point lead and there's 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter and the team losing has the ball and is driving yeah. really good and you're, like, and you're <sighs> like, fuck. And then they get all the way down and they throw a fucking pick. But then you get to go to bed. Yeah, right. But you could have gone to bed way earlier. Yeah, could have, should have, would have, could have. I'll be honest with you. I'm starting in those scenarios to just gamble and go, I'm going to bed. What, the, the end of last week's uh, podcast? <laughs> if it's good, I'll like, see it in the morning. I was laying right here where, like where you're sitting. I was lying down, and I was talking. I was like, I just think I dozed off for about 10 minutes, and the score's the same. I'm going to try it again see what happens. Yeah. And I woke up. Game was over. I, I like daytime football. Buddy. I like nighttime when it's good, but like if they went, if they decided no more Monday night, no more Sunday night, we're just gonna have, we'll just have that game, and it'll be in the middle of the witching hour. I'd be like, hey. Well, I, I lost a friend over this, uh, over the time discrepancy. You know, my buddy Sean, Shane Parmesan, mm-hmm. love Sean. Well, y'all aren't friends anymore. He doesn't know that we're not, <laughs> but um, no, he's one of my best friends up until he moved out west. He moved oh, he to Vegas games. No, no, he moved out west, and now he can't stop telling me how great it is. Oh, it's the best. At what time the games come it's on, amazing. how early they're over, and he gets to go to bed early, and like right when he gets off work, the game's already on. It's great. And I had to stop being friends with him. Trey doesn't like it, because he doesn't, like, he, he's like... Trey wakes up at like 3 p.m. Yeah, so right? he goes, I'm watching football at 10 in the fucking morning. I was like, I wish they were at 7 in the morning. I wish it, as soon I as would, I get up, I could just start it. Me too, and... uh which, for him, that does work out because he wakes up at, you know, fucking one or whatever. But, like, dude. Does he what, do that on purpose? That's just how he be. He's just an owl, yeah. you know. Uh, what, dude, whenever – there have been large chunks of the NFL season where I've been basically out there living with Trey. Oh, boy, did I love it. It best. was fucking – I mean, like, we were literally ordering pizza at 5.15 for Monday night football. I can't imagine. Unbelievable. And like Sunday morning waking up and breakfast yeah. and the game's already Oh, over. I know. That's what I'm saying. Go to and then Porto. you get to go to dinner. It's unbelievable. Dude, the fucking witching hour is at lunch. It's at lunch. It's amazing. And again, it's lost on all these fucking assholes who like, I want to sleep. At lunchtime, I'm sitting here like just making something in the kitchen like p- piddling around waiting and I've got the red zone countdown up here 
Or I've got this uh, ESPN. Did we talk about the, that being Paul? I think it was the Paul quad that asked us. No, Paul was asking us which was the best of the NFL pregame shows, and like, it's without a doubt ESPN. Yeah, for sure. Sunday countdown. Like, for sure. NFL countdown. It's not even close. Rex Ryan and Randy Moss. Yeah. I mean, and Sam Ponder. Every now and then, when they're on commercial, I'll like flip to some other ones. But every time I go, eh. Eh. I don't mean. What's my least favorite one? They're for old people. The other, yeah, the, the Fox one is garbage. No, the, no, 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 no. Hold on. Yeah, the CBS one is the most for old people. Yes, the, Fox the CBS the second most. The, for old people. Is the Fox? Who's the one that Edelman's on right now? I don't know. I don't watch anybody ESPN. And I saw Edelman was kind of doing fine, but like the whole presentation and everything was just dog shit. I'm glad they got a younger guy, but like the it wasn't the, his fault. It was the format. No, no, but the, even the screen is grainy. Like yeah. on the CBS one, it looks like yeah. 92. Um. I don't. But yeah, I no. ESPN. One second of any of them, but the uh, ESPN. Well, Randy Moss is fucking. You got. Moss he's box the office. Best. He's and, box office. Well, you know they used to have the jacked up. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody's got like. I miss that so much. There's not one person that's a football fan that doesn't love the You Got Moss. Segment. Of course, like, yeah. That's the best thing in the week. For they sure. Got that. They got Rex Ryan and his foot fetish stuff. I love Rex Ryan. He's the best. Yeah, man. I really genuinely like. He's I, charismatic. I know. He knows his shit. He's tough. I find myself thinking often. I wish Rex Ryan had a podcast with his brother. Oh, that'd be great. Oh my god, that would be the best fucking podcast ever. Imagine yeah. editing that though. Oh yeah, no, that would not hit. Uh, speaking of editing, uh, look at them suck, the? dick. Aaron Jones comes back and they're worse. Dude, I almost took Green Bay plus three because I was like, hey. well, Green Bay's going right where they want them here, down 21, <laughs> yeah. going into the half. Man, it is almost bedtime now. I was like, God, it's only 12 minutes left in the second We've quarter. already done an hour of the podcast. I mean, you know, we're fucking good. I mean, obviously, I'm watching till halftime, but this is fucking great. They just ran a speed option. I'm sure there's people listening to this aside from Paul that are like, do y'all even like football? You keep talking about all these scenarios in which you don't have to watch it. <laughs> you think there's people listening to this other than Paul? <laughs> <laughs> there's another person oh, yeah, on this Substack called, his name is Paul, and so he asked me, he sent me a message asking if he could listen to it since his name was Paul too, and I was like, yeah, give it a go. Well, uh, anybody can listen to it. Um, unless your name's Paul, yeah. you might not should. <laughs> I bet that guy Paul likes it, though. Oh, he loves it. Hey, speaking of, well, while we're here and the game sucks, I uh, hope y'all are enjoying Colonel Cornbread in the case of the Confederate Ruby. Uh, new episode will be out this Tuesday. Uh, also, um, Pastor Petey Perkins coming to you on Sunday, and I'm not going to tell you what the surprise is, but it will be an elevated episode this week. So check that out. And also, if you haven't picked up my book, Round Here and Over Yonder, I wish you would. Uh, by the way, enough of y'all did to where the publisher called me today and was very happy. So I passed that happiness on to you because I couldn't have bought all of them myself. I could have, actually, but I didn't. So, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Uh, 24-3. Hmm. Title Town. Well. Yes, the bestseller in uh, rural life humor rural right Rural life humor. <laughs> That's much the- coveted. What is the power rankings of that genre out of all the all the genres? There's the number two book in that genre is a book that I don't know what it's about. I think it's a kid's book. It's called Bunny Farts. It's bunny Farts. Us and Bunny Farts. So I could be a number three book. Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh. 
just call it possum queef or something. But the, like, the, is there a way to know how many more copies you actually Not, sold well, than Bunny Farts? I don't. I can't know how much Bunny Farts sold. You know, like I could look at my copies. What's but the like, price tag on old Bunny Farts? I, it's probably cheaper, which means yeah, it should be adjusted for that. Like we've probably sold more money than Bunny Farts. But I'll tell you this. Uh, we would we would have been number one in travel writing, but fucking Jimmy Buffett died. God rest his soul. Boy, so his book's number one. That's but it double. Was, that's got double hurt for you. It did, but at the same time, I was like, it was cool seeing it like travel writing. Jimmy Buffett, Corey Forster, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll take the L on that. I mean, he wouldn't care if you beat him though. No, of course he wouldn't. But it's like, how are we going to? That's that book's twenty fucking years old too. He's just moving them. Who gets that money? His estate. Does he have childs? Hell yeah. Well, I'm sure. I, you know, I don't know, but he just has to. Unless he's sterile, he has to have a shit ton of kids. I would think you would have met at least two or three of Jimmy Buffett's You would kids. think. You really would just think. Just knowing you and your travels. The ego on me, like it was so revealed when he died. I was genuinely upset, but also like one of my first thoughts was, he would have loved me. Like, <laughs> like we, I was like, I... I, my my career trajectory is like me and Darius Rucker just became friends, and I know Darius and Jimmy Buffett were friends. I was like, my career was on a trajectory to where I would meet Jimmy Buffett, and he would give me a Margaritaville franchise. <laughs> like I know that he would have. You know the uh, I think it's a Kanye quote where he's like, the only his, he's upset because he couldn't watch himself. Yeah, on he, stage. his his biggest regret is he can't watch himself on stage. I feel like that's you when somebody dies. You're like, my biggest regret is that Gandhi. Never got to meet me because I would have hit for Gandhi. Would you like to know something? Sure. I had never heard that Kanye quote before uh, until Did five, you think it? five years ago. You me, thought and, it? me and Trey were doing a show. I think it was Austin City Limits, and I fucking <laughs> murdered. And I was drunk as shit, and I go, you know, it really don't hit for me that I can't watch me do stand-up. <laughs> like, I know I can do it on tape, but, like, I can't also be in the crowd when I'm destroying yeah. And he started dying laughing, and he told me that Kanye quote. And this is before... This was when it was cool to, if you and Kanye said something the same, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? That's, so I was like, yeah, boy. Uh, and then it turns out we've got way more similarities. I don't know if that's the ally you want. Yeah, or the, yeah axis. the axis. axis or yeah, ally? it's not a good axis. <laughs> oh, uh, God damn. You and Kanye just, what's some other Kanye quotes that you have also thought of originally? Uh, there was one I heard the other day uh, that was... Holy shit, what was that Kanye quote when he was talking about... Hold on. I gotta find this. Because it definitely reminded me of something I would say. This is concerning. At least we're talking about it. It was something... He was with Kim, for sure. Because even Kim looked over like, what the fuck? Okay, so this ref... You know how the uh, the jacked referee are like... They all, you know, you got a lot of them with the biceps now. Yeah. This guy tonight, no biceps. Legs? His tricep, no, his triceps are huge. Really? It's like he just does, does do that. curls. I don't know. what. Like, he'll hold his arm out straight, and you can just see his tricep popping out, but then he puts, and it's just loose in the front. I know a million people, myself at some points in my life included, who, like, worked out the biceps, but nothing else. Who doesn't work? Who only works out the tricep? He's like, doing close grip push-ups like, and, like, dips on his seat. Because, like, if you're going to be someone who only hits, like, one muscle, it's going to be your biceps because that's your glams. You think it's, yeah, it's the chest and biceps. Yeah, usually that's... like, the yeah. glam. Like, obviously, you should work out them all, but, like, if you had to go, I can only work out two, it's chest and arms. Yeah, but you know that dude that, like, when he's young and he's not really that great at anything and they find out, oh, you can do a shitload of dips. Penny push-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And he's like, oh, I, I'm going to do 100 dips. Yeah, like, yeah. He makes it his thing. And yeah. everybody who goes to college and him, they're like, you remember Jeremy? They're like, Jeremy, like the guy that can do a yeah. thousand dips. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jeremy, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the guy. who. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. That's Jeremy. <laughs> who could He could do a thousand dips and nothing else. And that's why he wants to be a referee because he's a control freak and he wants to tell the football players, grown men, I'm talking to America right now. The, the referee shit is still so wild to me. It makes sense, and I'm glad they do it like that. But like when I heard that for the first time, my mind was like blown completely in half. You're saying when he said that to about no, I'm talking to America? No, no, no. I'm saying that when I found out that refer like a a a, um, a uh, requirement for referees is that they also have to be like independently wealthy and like you know own a law firm or whatever they, they have to have at least uh, enough financial stability so they, will, they, they, they won't be, take bets yeah, they yeah. which by swayed. the way by the way I don't care how rich I am I'll still shave a yeah. point off a of fucking Bloody. game <laughs> I, how do you think the rich stay <laughs> the rich, rich yeah. Like, yeah. yeah that uh, imagine that being your goal though as a kid like I want to grow up to be just, just rich enough <laughs> to where I can't I, gamble I don't want to be rich I want to be just financially stable enough to be an NFL ref so and that's that, how I'm going to get rid of That's how I'm going to get like, rid of it. Yeah. Instead of doing yeah. it to get into politics, yeah, like, yeah. Know, most people, like, they get into whatever yeah. business, get into politics, get power, change the laws so they can make money. Yeah. Imagine if you're just doing it, you're whole, like you're like the kid, on uh, Matt Damon on The Departed. Like, your whole life, you're getting trained and to I'm, go in and be a referee just so you can you be a Donahue. Points. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and dude, that field goal was yeah. no good, no good. I was going to ask, because, like, it, it's clearly not the same way in basketball, because Donaghy, like, he was... He wasn't making a sh- like. He only refed, right? Like the, the, the NBA referees have to. No, they didn't have podcasts or nothing. Yeah. No, he well, he worked for the mob. Well, no, his, I know that, but I'm saying job. like. But my point is like in the NFL, like that dude probably in the off season owns a law firm. In oh, basket, yeah. did Donaghy have enough? Like he was just a UPS driver who fucking and he worked for the mob. I think the NBA have you listened to that podcast? Time. The Donaghy one? No. Oh, fuck, man. It's great, dude. It is fucking this son of a bitch. I mean, Mark Melton to the fucking <laughs> core. Uh, Paul, uh, in, in case you don't know who Mark Melton is, he should have been from Florida, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he is been. a man who went to church with me and Corey. I'll call him. I got his number. Yeah, we've got his number here. Uh, he went to our Baptist church when we were kids and uh, briefly worked for my dad for a while. Anyways... Uh, ended up getting in a shootout with the local police. Yeah. Um, a real Waco situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's now in jail forever. And the Packers just muffed a punt. Lions picked it up. Oh, I was wrong earlier when I said I was going to bet Green Bay plus three. I actually did on my POA Drafts King. You bet Lions? I took Lions minus three. Look at you. Yeah, took Lions minus three. So you randomly made the right call. Randomly made the right call. Mattered. I mean, that's the fuck. Did the I Lions don't... recover that or no? Oh, I thought the Lions fell on it. It looks like the Packers got it back. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Melton's in jail for the rest 92. of his life, correct? Yeah. Yeah. From all I know. I wonder what would happen if I called that number. Like, somebody's got it. Is mom? Uh, I think the uh, providers re- recycle those numbers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, yeah, once, that's true. <laughs> once like, oh, this guy was in a shootout with the police. Okay, well, uh, Oh! We almost got a safety. He just threw that left-handed. That was a waste of a not safety. I don't know, man. I'll take the quarterback switching to his left hand and throwing a completion to a uh, tight end. A little too short hair on that tight end. It's just not going to matter. It would have been better for us if it had been a safety. Yeah, but what, look, he's got the ball in his right hand. Look, he's getting sacked. Switches to left hand. Throws a lefty. That was a Brett Favre kind of thing. Dude, he came out the first two games and looked... Um, really good, and then the past two games is just 
Well, last week it took him till the fourth quarter. Yeah, right. Yeah, he. So yeah, you're right. I think he's just playing that game today. Well, honestly, man, after the first two games when he was awesome, I was like, I was, you know, I was a straight up Packers fan when I was a kid because of Brett Favre. Like, I grew up. Dad wanted me to be a Dolphins fan, and I was with him. But like, I just love Favre, so I'm like, I'm a Packers fan. And but then like he leaves, I'm a Titans guy, and then they get Aaron Rodgers, and like for years the whole thing was like, God damn, Green Bay really did just like fall one right into the other fucking Hall of Famers. And then when Jordan Love came out and played those first two games, I was like, even though I don't hate the Packers, there was part of me that was just like, they can't keep they getting away it. with this. What the fuck is going on? Like, uh, the Colts got what they deserved. Peyton, like, yeah, they, they did. They, they had Peyton and Andrew Luck, and then Andrew Luck was like, oh, ah, no, war criminal. And now they've gotten just, you know, hot yeah. turd after hot turd. And Richardson came out looking good, got hurt in his first game. I'm actually glad that we brought this up because I... Me and Trey were talking about it in a text thread, but you will be able to do this better than anybody I know if it's possible. Those triceps. So, Look, not really a bicep, right. but those triceps are hard. His biceps aren't nothing, They're but not his triceps nothing, but like, don't match. So, okay, I was thinking about like back to back, like teams that had back to back Hall of Famers, right? So obviously, as quarterback, yeah, as quarterback. Obviously, you've got Montana Young. Everybody knows that. When and then, of course, uh, there's you know in Green Bay. But no one's done three, have they? Can you think of anyone that's done three? Back to back to back? Back to back to back. And now, by the way, Jordan Love, I don't... That's still to be seen. But for the first two games, it looked like that could be a thing. So who came after Tim Couch in Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you know what? Let's just think about back to back. Because, like, I'm thinking it's, you know, Steve Young and Joe Montana, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. Well, fuck, they're easy to remember because typically there's not, like, a gentle... Passing hey, of the yeah, torch. it's like the, yeah, it's always like Immediate. the other guy either has to be forced forced out, out yeah, because or, the next guy's yeah, yeah, yeah like, that's true. Um, people don't like to remember Montana wearing a Chiefs outfit, but no. like it was Steve Young's time, and Favre like they kind of wanted him to go, and then he wanted to stay and kind of want to go. Aaron Rodgers like it wasn't a friendly. He sacked himself. You never saw uh, Favre sack himself unless Michael Strahan was trying to set a record. <laughs> yeah, or Jen What's-Her-Face was standing there. Ha! He said, now, he might have sent a sack pick. Ugh, why did he do... By the way, well, I was before I came over here, I was just scrolling through Twitter, and I saw that you'd re-commented on that Warren Sapp thing. Oh, yeah. And I went back and watched that video, and like, that was pretty fucking funny. It was funny. Yeah, we did a really good job on that. I, uh... You saw that today? Yeah. I did, I forgot about it, and then it uh, something popped up about Warren Sapp, and I was like, holy shit, he like just jumped into a yeah. conversation on a video yeah. we did last year for the podcast. Yeah. Of course, he. I didn't want to tag at Warren Sapp, because I don't want him coming back in again. Like, uh-uh. No, that no, was no. Good. It could be bad. Yeah. yeah. One time with Warren Sapp. He has I'm bad good. breath, apparently. I've heard he stinks. <laughs> okay, but like, literally all I can think, and this isn't, these are not two Hall of Famers, but like. Warren Moon and McNair, that was a nice, good to good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, they were both really good. But, like, I can't think of more Hall of Fame. I mean, dude, it's – he didn't get to play it out, but, like, if you think about Bledsoe's trajectory. Oh, yeah. Bledsoe it went Bled- would have been a Hall of Famer. Oh, for sure. That, that's a good one. Brady cut off Bledsoe's Hall of Fame career. Even if you don't go Hall of Fame, two great back-to-backs, Bledsoe and Brady counts. But, like, say, say if there's no Brady and Bledsoe has five more years. Oh, yeah. He probably Dude, ends he was up being, awesome. Yeah, he probably ends up being a Hall of Fame. For sure. At least, a, like, a close-to Hall of Fame quarterback. But Brady yeah. kind of cut it off. Yeah, you're right. Bledsoe was... Um, so, Alex Smith was there at the Chiefs just kind of, like, being 
really good all the time, and then Mahomes. That's true. And they had to let Smith go in there. Dude, we know we they won thirteen games with Alex. Smith. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was supposed to be like the next guy. He was in the Pro Bowl, and, and then like, he his but, leg fell off. No, this, like, but even before. So when he was uh, the year before Mahomes came out and was hot shit. Russell Wilson, Gino, duh, Gino. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> He's cooking. <laughs> yeah, but Russell sucks now. That's I'm taking that away. I don't count Russ. Uh, Kurt Warner to Eli Manning in the uh, New York Giants. Kurt Warner started sucking. Wait, Warner played for the Giants? Yeah, and he was really bad, and Jared Lorenzen was a backup. Oh, wow. Rest so, in peace. So, Kurt Warner, um, he played for the Giants briefly. He was not very good, but apparently he was a good mentor to Eli. Yeah. Eli took over. He's Kurt, my favorite Christian. Kurt Warner had been um, just getting abused. like He didn't have a very good offensive line. He went to Arizona and then made it to another Super Bowl. Remember, like, so yeah. that was that, that was, was the transition year. Yeah, that yeah. Was between, so when Kurt Warner, like, greatest show on turf for the Rams, he had some downtime for the Giants, and then he went back and had another Hall of Fame part of his career for the uh, Cardinals. What it's a weird! I know this is not saying anything anyone doesn't know, but what a fucking literal insane story Kurt Warner is. I did watch that movie and I was surprised. I know you told me dude, you liked I was it. surprised how good it was. Um, yeah, I mean. It didn't. I, but I mean, I was like, did a Kurt Warner movie get a little like hard, hand, heavy handed with the and it religion? Didn't. It didn't. Oh, really? I mean, I think they prayed once. But yeah, like, right. They didn't do any time. But I mean, of, like, dude, that story. They're like, drinking beer and going dancing and stuff. You know, all the anti even Baptist shit. If you take the Cardinal shit out of it, it's still an amazing story. But then the Cardinal shit, like, it's Went pretty to crazy. Super Bowl. It's pretty crazy. And came this close. I, mean, I know. He made the game winning touchdown, and then the Steelers just made a little bit better game winning yeah, touchdown. Yeah, I was. I never thought after the Titans Super Bowl that I would like pull for Kurt Warner, but I was very, you know, against the fucking Steelers, I was very much pulling it for was awesome to watch Kurt and Larry back and, and have that late resurgence with Larry and uh, what was the guy from Florida State, Anquan Bolden. Yeah, man, I liked watching those teams play. Why are they putting Justin Fields up? By on the play? way. Oh is that going to be the most dog shit game all Next year? Week, Thursday night football, Bears for Commanders. And for the Commanders, they don't even show the quarterback. They right. show Terry McLaurin. Dude, he actually, uh, what's his that Howell or uh, Lowell Commanders? You know Sam Howell? Yes, yeah, Sam Howell. Yeah. It didn't end up working out, but like there for a minute, like he looked like he was really hitting last week. He had a couple like I mean, Peyton, brand new. Yeah, but he had a couple like Peyton Manning game speed moments where like he was kind of trucking along, making some plays. Where'd he go to school? Howell? Yeah. North Carolina? Yeah, check. Is that right? Yeah, know. fucking North Carolina and Duke are both good yeah. football teams I've right got now. To, uh, until uh, it's a big Georgia game like this year, I've watched one college football game. We're into week four or five. I've only know. watched five. I watched Georgia, South Carolina. That's all. Oh, I, and then last week I watched uh, a little bit of Bama Ole Miss on my granddad. I watched I watched Texas, Alabama. I watched both the first Colorado games, so Colorado State and uh, whatever the fuck. Oh, when, when Dion was good. TCU, TCU and, and, uh, and Colorado oh, yeah, State. they beat TCU. And, uh, and what else? Oh, I watched a little bit of the Notre Dame Ohio State game. Which, dude, did you see how that shit ended? Oh, with ten men on the ten field. Ten men on the field. No, how dumb. Two man. plays, by the way. Two, two whole plays. The arrogance of that is just wild. Like, how? Can and then their coach that... started talking shit about Ohio State's coach started talking shit about Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz was in Lou Holtz. That was the best part, man. He was fired up. It was a McAfee. It was a Pat McAfee character. <laughs> 
And by the way, even if it was Lou Holtz, to get mad. Lou Holtz coached at Notre Dame, and he's eighty and he's, years old. He's like, ninety. I'm pretty sure he's in his nineties. He was actually on the McAfee show, though. I think like he went on uh-huh. there too, but uh, he didn't have a response to Ryan Day. Lou Holtz. Oh, he's eighty-six. Eighty-six. Oop. Another Georgia boy making his. Uh, Quay Walker had like nineteen tackles uh, a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, linebacker. These Georgia kids. Are, are we the most? Dominated. Are we the most represented across the board right now in the NFL? I haven't checked that in a long time. They have a thing on ESPN where you can go to the NFL and go yeah. like by college, college by college. I like on. And it's deep. always like Alabama, Miami, yeah, right. like Georgia. Uh, but I would bet Georgia probably right now defensively. If not the most like players overall, the most impactful players for sure. Ah oh, man, speak. Hey, they they said that Chubb might come back. They might not be oh, as yeah, bad it's as just they thought. A, uh, MCL, yeah. uh, instead of like all of his knee parts. Where are you at on the uh, on like? Do you if if it's true that Aaron Rodgers could come back to the playoffs? Do you hope that the Jets miraculously get to the playoffs, or do you hope that the Jets lose every single game and it's funnier that way? Uh, I don't give a shit about Aaron Rodgers uh, or his life. I don't want to see. Well, I don't care about him and his life either. But I'm talking about entertainment wise. Yeah, but uh, that would mean it. So if they do work back, that means we have to watch all year. We're gonna have to watch with interest in the Jets and Zach Wilson football games. Well, I, I don't think that's worth it. Yeah, but here's the thing though. The beauty of Red Zone is, is I only have to watch them in flashes. The Jets have like twelve primetime games, though. No, you're going to, have to watch them on primetime with uh, Zach Wilson and Carolina. Oh, about it. that's right. Yeah. No, well, just PPP. It's true. I don't have to they care. Don't have to care. Uh, no. The only reason I cared about this no, game is because I thought it would be fucking good. No, I I would rather see Aaron Rodgers' uh, career go out on the most hilarious note. <laughs> I know that's what I'm thinking too. I don't want to see him have redemption. He yeah, right. Deserve that. Yeah, but also he could come back and something funny could happen again. Get hurt on the. You know what I mean? Yeah, in. or just have a his. He throws four picks in a game and they lose. Like it could still end worse. Yeah, but like I guess I, I don't want to wish that future bad things happen. But I'm okay with laughing. Not at bad, that funny. Like I don't want him to get hurt again. I don't. I don't want anybody to get hurt. But like, yeah, I guess you're right. So you want the the first? I guess the it's a. It's not about whether I want. It's which would be funnier because well, one thing does have to happen. Right, but to me, it's a moot point because there's. I've watched the the Jets play. There's less than a zero percent chance they can make no, the playoffs. They're dog. Shit. They can't beat anybody with Zach Wilson at quarterback, and they brought in Trevor Simeon as the veteran backup, and you can't beat anybody with Trevor Simeon. I don't so, know. No, I don't know if it was on Levitar or another thing I listened to, but somebody. Did you hear the other day that like the Jets called Carson Palmer? No. I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty, oh my like, God. That's where they're that's at. So that's where they're at. But, like the thing about um, they act like the Jets are a great roster up up and down, which I get. They got Garrett Wilson on offense. Um, they brought in Dalvin Cook, who so far has looked slow and old. Um, they've got Brees Hall, who's good. I mean, their but, defense like, is the only reason then, they beat the Bills. The, so the defense is good, but the rest of the team, they've got a shitty old line. And all the skill players are just the dudes that Aaron Rodgers was buddies Bet with. Buddies with, right. Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb suck. Dude, how? They're, how Randall furious. Cobb. Yeah. I mean, again, Garrett Wilson's awesome. 
But like the, their whole the, to, to act like that whole roster is just a quarterback away. away like, right. No, they need an offensive line, and they need more than one. Because real, realistically, Aaron Rodgers made them like okay, they'll probably make the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers, but they were not going to go deep. Oh, he, I mean, at least having him. Oh, there's the the, the, the other fullback. one. What? Look, they're doing a uh, water boy parody here. Hang on, I want you to see the the off the offensive what. There he is, 44. Nice. You've never seen 44, I've never have seen. you? I've... Oh, they gave him a line in this one? <laughs> no, I... D you know what, man? I've got blindness for things I don't know or care about. I think I've just not seen him. Well, here's how I know you have blindness about things you don't know or care about. Last year, you remember when you went on your big famous rant about how brothers play defense? <laughs> yeah. I think my first example was, well, the Watt brothers have the third brother that plays offense, and you're like, nah, I don't count. He's a fullback. It don't count. <laughs> That's the defense of offense. That is the Stu The fullback is like, the defense of offense. <laughs> it is. Tell Bro me I'm wrong. So, brothers play defense, yep. or they play the defense of, of offense, offense yep. which is fullback. It is. You even said that they oftentimes have defensive players just come in and play fullback, D tackle, put them in forty four. He's got a brother. He's got, and they play defense. What is that garbage? That's the uh, the new Daniel Jones pizza. Ugh. Did you see that fucking black dude on Instagram the other day that was talking about how there's fifteen Kirk Cousinses in the NFL? And he just like listed all these quarterbacks and like what Kirk Cousin they were. <laughs> and Ryan Tannehill was Kirk Cousin's cousin. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, bet Fitzpatrick would have been a Kirk Cousin. It sure would have been. Retired. I think Daniel Jones was even more boring Kirk Cousins. There are a lot of Kirk Cousins yeah. out there. And Russell Wilson was black Kirk Cousin. <laughs> Whitworth's the only one with shades on oh, out there, yeah. buddy. That O-line swag, I'm telling you. You know how Swagoo kind of yeah. has taken over the ESPN? Oh, like, yeah. I'm the big sexy guy. Like, yeah. I think Whitworth's pulling that off of Prime. I'm for that. Do you think that uh, Prime has gotten any type of bump from having the same name as Coach D on Prime? I, I, you know, what, when you pointed that out, I was like, holy shit, because I was like, on, on Prime, there's a show called Coach Prime, and like that couldn't have been a better marriage. And how many times do people... Google Here prime, prime or yeah. say prime or your your phone catches you saying all the prime 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 they just it's uh what's it called synergy synergy yeah and it's working out for Dion too so the prime show is on the prime the prime thing is, on, is on, prime. on prime yeah it's on prime it's perfect uh speaking of fucking prime I'll tell you who's getting screwed by Thursday night football sucking dick this year is two chains because. You know, they've got his music. And I've been wanting to watch it, but no game has been worth me staying up for. So, like, I'm not going to wait around for a game to be over to watch well, 2 chains. I feel like that's the type of thing that if it's live and you're there at the stadium and you're drunk and you're in the atmosphere and you took off work tomorrow and, like, you're at the game, cool, a fucking concert after. But, like, at home, just put it on a different channel and start the concert no, earlier. Like, I agree, but my whole thing was... after the game concert. Nobody's watching that. Well, I was almost about to go to bed anyway, so my point was like, if the game was fire and I was engaged to the end, I would just sit there for a second, see what 2 chains had going on, and then I'd either decide to watch it or go to bed, but I haven't even made it to watch, even try 2 chains because all the games have sucked. You would go to bed every time. I know. It's not like I can't watch 2 chains the next day, I'm sure. Again, I, I'm not... 
saying that it's that it's not a good thing. I'm I'm trying to figure out the demographic who. Oh, it's that's yeah. for. Yeah, because I don't know. Like, to me, the post game concert is for the in stadium consumer. Yeah, for sure. Like you, if you go to a Braves game and there happens to be red hot chili peppers, yeah, after, right. It's that's like, fire. Holy shit! I'm gonna get a hotel. I'm gonna watch the Braves and watch Chili Peppers and it's awesome. Yeah. But I'm not if if I'm at home watching the Braves and no. there's Chili Peppers after. No, fuck even that. Even if I, it's for, I'm not I'm going to bed. I'm not gonna stay up. Yeah, I think I, so I'm trying se- to out seven years ago me would have been into it because I would have been drunk as fuck. Good point. Yeah, if we were watching a game, uh, shit face in Athens, you know, we would want something afterwards. Or it's your I just apartment. like two chains. If it had been anybody else but two chains, but I wouldn't if, have even ever entertained it. If it was him performing, then I, it would yeah, be different. But that he's would be just different. presenting. Like two chains is the producer of "Here's This Rapper You Might Have Heard Of." And yeah, I, right. I don't give a shit about live music for anybody. I have All their hats are gay. Is this a thing? <laughs> I'm for it. By the way, you know, know that I'm it for just, it. It's caught me off guard both times you said that. All their this. Yeah. This is how I know. I haven't really been online. Like, I've been posting stuff, but I haven't been, like, lurking online in, like, several months. Yeah, you haven't even seen the Andy Reid Nugget commercial. I know. So, like, I, I'm certain, I'm, what I'm saying is I'm certain that this is, like, Twitter has already been talking about how the Packers have rainbow hats, and I just don't know about it. I don't know about it until you've called them, uh, called them gay hats. Until two times you said, they've all got gay hats. A fedora? Uh, are <laughs> Yes, I'm going to watch at least a little bit of that, 100%, well, with uh, LJ. Another, uh, yeah, I was going to say, there's another um, production that it's not, I'm not the demographic yeah, for right. the Toy Story game. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it by myself, but LJ will, I, I want to see. Also, I'm just interested in seeing it from a, like, how the fuck is this going to work but, like, standpoint. Kids don't give a shit to see football, and adults don't want to see it in toy form. Again, I'm just... I'm, I mean, dude, all it is is that Disney... And them own each other, yeah, and so it's the synergy it thing. Seems like a lot of money into a Pixar production of a live. Oh, it's game. hemorrhaging money. Yeah, I, but again, I'm interested in like how the actual motion tracking is going to work. Like, I want to watch it just to see. Like, holy shit, is this a thing that we can just do now? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you um, how the live game's going while you're watching the toys. Well, I mean, I'm gonna have you know. We're going to watch it for two fucking seconds. It's the early game. You can have LJ up that early? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She gets up at like 9.45 or 10. Though. Oh, she's staying with Cause you? Because it's the London game. Yeah, it's no, I'll go over there. there. Oh, word. You and LJ have plans to watch the London game? Yeah. Does she know it's Falcons-Jags? No. I, I haven't, Don't tell her. I haven't been able to break it to her Dude, yet. Dude, she's going to sleep in. All right. Well... We got 34 seconds to half. It's 27 to 3. Buddy, this is one of those early bedtime games. Yep, I'm for it. 27 to 3 Lions. Uh, I would be bold enough to say that if Green Bay makes a historic comeback, I don't fucking care. The only way to ensure that they do is for me to go to bed. You know? Well, do it or don't do it. Um, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because uh, they're going to play like 14 more of these. Not these two teams. They'll play again, though. Shouldn't they play on Thanksgiving? Packers, Lions. You know what? I think me and you were together when we figured this out. They only actually did that once in our childhood. We just always associated them with that. Well, they both play on Thanksgiving, they both play, yeah. not necessarily but each, other. each other. But in my brain, they always played on Thanksgiving. And yes, I agree that they should. It you feels think of, right. Uh, John Madden giving Favre the turkey leg. Yeah. And you think of uh, the Barry best. Sanders. Yeah. And, 
But uh, but I just we always seen them separate, and we just put them together. Who decided though that the lions should always be on Thanksgiving? Like because they've always been a laughing stock. Yeah, that, that, that Green Bay makes sense. But, well, I guess in the '90s they were laughing stock, but they had Barry Sanders. Well, like when did they start being on Thanksgiving? I feel like the Thanksgiving started before the '90s. Yeah, that's now. true. And they've always been terrible. Uh, I heard before the game, Herb Street said something like, uh, "I think it was Herb Street about how." The Lions aren't a laughing stock anymore. They won 10 out of their last 13 last year. I'm, uh, I'm thinking, okay, 10 wins doesn't make They're still a laughing stock. You've been a laughing stock for 80 years. Yeah, you it's don't get take, like half a yeah. season that was good. and you, Nobody's laughing at them anymore. Yes, we are. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously if – and they're, they're good. They're not as fucking good as the goddamn Dolphins, but like if they could, you know – Win a champion, you know, win a conference championship. I think that you'd have to stop laughing at him for a minute. But like, it's not erasing eighty years of. Well, no. If they, if they score seventy in this game, like the Dolphins did uh, against the Broncos, then yeah, I'll stop laughing for a little while. Man, I mean, that just couldn't have. Did worked you get to out see any of that? Oh yeah. Oh my god. I mean, and there were two separate times when I had to like check to like Make I was sure like was wait real? I was like is that yard like is that like offensive touches or something. Well, my my brother asked me because um, he got home um, from a road trip like right after the first round of games on Sunday, and he called me because he thought that the seventy points. So he pulled up the scores like when he got home. He's like, I thought that was a typo. Like what yeah. happened? <laughs> he's like, what, what was it like on red zone? And I was like, well, it, it was just well the fir- the first like the first half of the game, the Dolphins were just dominating red zone. The second half, they only showed touchdowns. Yeah, like right. you did. They're like, this game's out of hand. Because that's all there were. Yeah, it was just like you. they would just like sneak into the Dolphins. We're just going to sneak in to show you another touchdown back to the other games that aren't 50-point deficit. Like, and they scored like 34 after they'd already put the fucking second team in, too. It was insane. Man. They are no. the fastest team in the NFL. Is Amber calling you? No, my dad is. Uh-oh. Make sure he's not having a heart attack. Hey, Dad. No, we didn't. I don't think we had. We didn't have that on our uh, list of things to do. Yeah. Yep. No, you're good. All right. Later. And all three heads of that tricep. Uh, sorry, I wasn't trying to be callous about a heart attack. No, no, no. That's that's funny. When Dad's calling. I actually now, thought I was like, why would he call me if he's having a heart attack? Well, I thought like that the age we're at and the health that our dads are in. Uh, Every call could be... Ever since 2009, if my mom calls me at a weird time, that's all I think. It ain't about soup. If mom called me at... Yeah, like, if she called me during the day, it's like, yeah, whatever. But if mom called me at 9.42 at night, I would know that dad was having a heart attack. Is that a gay phone? It is a gay phone. Oh, you got the uh, Packers hat phone. Packers hat phone. That is the almost the same exact logo as the Packers have on their hat. Well, there it is, Paul. 27 to 3. Dog shit. We were going to call Paul, but he's probably in bed now. Do you want to call him? Should we call him? Yeah, let's call him. Paul, we're calling you. Don't tell him he'll know. That's true. Paul, if you're listening right now, stop. What's up, buddy? Cow, Paul! Oh, I've missed that. Did you hear Meg scream? Meg, did you hear Meg scream, Paul? Paul? 
<laughs> I just heard Carl Paul. I just got excited. Voice from the back. That was mad. Well, you're closing out the show because this game is dog shit. It's terrible. <laughs> it's so like, bad. No, this is how the Packers so play, bad. man. Like I'm stoked. I just drink a, uh, another uh, monster drink. I can't wait for the fourth quarter. I'm kidding. We're going to bed. Dude, this is going to be worse than was that Monday night game that Robbie fell asleep in the yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I only yeah. fell asleep twice, and, dude, the score never changed the whole time. So, what did I miss? <laughs> Nothing, dude. That game was awful. This one's really bad, though. I was like, it's in freaking Green Bay, and they're playing decent. And Detroit usually sucks. Yeah, they're I thought playing. it was going to be a good game. It's not at all, though. Well, uh. We're going to leave, but promote your vodka on the way out. Wait, you want me to promote it? Yeah, I mean, you're on the podcast right now. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Sorry, I forgot these babies that are just... Oh, yeah, how's me. your second child, your babies together? <laughs> Not great, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's one thing we have the one you can focus on it, but the other one just wants to fuck up everything. Yeah. And, like, he throws everything in the house, and, like, he throws toys at him, balls, whatever, and he'll, like, be sweet and, like, kiss him, and then he'll, like, smack him. Yeah. And then you're trying to get your sleep schedule, and he wakes up at 7.30, so, like, this morning, I I wake up to get him out, and I hang out with him so my wife can sleep and the baby, and then I pass on the couch, and I wake up him poking my fucking eyes. (laughs) 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 Just like, God damn it, it's really cute. He uh, doesn't know he's trying to blind me, but like, still, it's it's a little rough right now. Yeah, well, that sucks, buddy. What were you gonna say, it's, Rob? I just I sense a new uh, frailty in Paul's voice that I've never yeah. picked up before. Of just like he's barely holding it together with two <laughs> kids. Like, one kid in a vodka company together. is a lot of shit, <laughs> yeah. and like trying to stay married and be an idiot at the <laughs> same time. And now there's two kids, and I just uh, I can hear it. It's, it's, it's a lot of work, and uh, I'm still trying to, you know, keep the business alive and not go under and continue to make vodka, which I guess I should promote the vodka. Yeah, do it. So if you're ever in Jacksonville, which I guess I'm your only listener, so yep. I'm here. But anyways, it's Carvecraft Vodka, Great Matter Distillery, distilled seven times from 100% corn. It's, I like to say it's better than Tito's. It is. Our sales aren't better than Tito's, but there's that's true. We're, we're getting there, but uh, yeah, I mean, if anyone's in town, I would definitely tell them to stop by a distillery. It's a lot of fun. All right, well, we love you, buddy. This game sucks. We'll see you next week. I'll uh, text you me your too. text me your schedule so I know when not to put this out. You're going to do it during the Georgia game. I just know it. That's a good call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Love you. I'll see. You. Love you guys too. Bye. Bye, Paul. All right. He knows when it's coming out. He does. Pigskin Picnic. All right, Paul, there it was. PPP, just for you, buddy. Tell us when you want us to record this week. We've already screwed the pooch on Monday because that's when I'm putting this out, just to screw with your Monday night football watching. Of course, we always try to put these out at the absolute worst time for you. Uh, perhaps this week we'll, uh, actually, you know what? We're going to have to do Monday Night Football because I'm going to be gone for the whole weekend. I'm going to be in California. Love you, Paul. Love you, buddy. Hope you sell a lot of vodka. And, hey, thanks to everybody for buying the new book, Round Here and Over Yonder. means a lot to me. Love you. See you. Bye. Skew.